Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Should I Go See It podcast. I am your co-host, AJ Rebecca, with me as always, William Bill George. Bill? <laughs> Hello. Uh, well, you know what happens when I do the introduction. Uh, Bonus! Fuck yeah. Let me just wipe the blood away from my ears real quick. <laughs> so I was thinking yep. on the can this morning. Sure. That's where we do our best thinking, really. We're going to meet up tonight. We're going to do a whole bunch of episodes. And we're we're basically halfway to Christmas. The year's over. It's all over. <laughs> it's all downhill from here. Yep. Four weeks. Well, it's all two over week, about the crying. Two, three weeks. We'll start mini camp. We'll be in the playoffs in another eight weeks. I playoffs? Mean, yeah, you know, we're going <laughs> all the way. Yeah. Playoffs? <laughs> so I thought, why don't we take a step back yep. and talk about our top films so far in the year? We're halfway through. Let's, sure. Let's do a little review. I'm into it. So um, I thought we would talk about our best films. Now, I wasn't expecting you to break it down into categories, but when I was thinking is um, I have um, my favorite comedy so far. Yep my favorite drama so far and then my favorite like alternate like sci-fi sure film of the year sure. so without further ado uh why don't we get into it let's do it let me let me first say yes i find things like this extremely difficult i know you do and the reason is it's hard for me to distinguish between choosing what i feel is the best movie of the year versus what i feel is my favorite movie of the year for example a yeah. movie like Saving Private Ryan, sure. I think, is one of the greatest movies ever made. 100%. But I would never necessarily say it's one of my favorite movies. I don't pop it in on a rainy day for kicks. You know what I mean? Like, there's a there are some movies that I have a personal affection for no. that I don't necessarily would I'm gonna do say a, that it's objectively I'm gonna great. I'm going to do a hard disagree. I feel like a lot of my favorite movies are also, like, on paper and, and universally known as great, so great you, films. You're, you're just saying you have the best taste. I there mean... <laughs> In so few words, yeah, Bill, why don't you go sit on it? Okay, fine. So, so, so I will preface it by saying the picks that I went with are personal favorites. I'm not trying to say that these are better than some of the other movies. I could make cases that other movies are better. Okay. But these are my favorites. Since it was my idea, um, yeah. and you are my guest in today, this, in this instance, and this yes. is my fucking show, yep. I'm going to give you the microphone first, oh, and wow. I want to hear what your first... Uh, top film of the year is. That's so magnanimous of you. All right, I'm going to go first. I'll go best drama. That's one of the picks, right? Yes. Uh, for best drama so far in 2018, Thoroughbreds. Bill, you know what? You took the words out of my goddamn mouth. Really? Yep. We I know we didn't do a review episode, and when we talked about it, I was like, it was always in the back of my mind. Popped on iTunes the other day. Yep. It was on the rental, and I was like, fuck it. And... I like want to put my like earbuds down and like like think about Get this. Serious. It was one of not only the best movies of the year, but probably one of the best drama thriller. What you, comedy? It's like yeah, it's yeah, it's it's indescribable. It's, it's fantastic. Um, yeah, talk about it. To go, it's, yeah, you I mean, the mic. I mean, go. Yeah. So if if you go back, we did do a should I go should I go see it episode. On should it. I go see it? Uh, and I kind of do, do more in depth, but it's about two teenage girls uh, reuniting. They went to school together as as youngsters and then they kind of parted ways and now they're in high school or whatever it is. And they kind of come back together and they start to form an unlikely friendship. 
And one thing leads to another, and one of them asks the other. They come up with a plan together to kill the stepfather of one of them. And yeah. with the backdrop being the mansions and estates of Greenwich Village, Connecticut. Yes, one of them is very, very affluent. The one with the stepfather. Yeah, and the other, and they are, and and she's tutoring yeah, the, right? the, the the friend that comes. So it is one of those movies where everything works: the script, the actors, the music, the sound design, the is sound like- design. Like it's just one of those things where every single piece of the filmmaking process works in conjunction with the rest of it to make a complete whole and and uh, arguably a perfect movie. Not only did I have like a lump in my throat the entire time, but I had a nightmare that night about the film. It was that fucking good. Yeah. It was crazy. Yep. It's 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 cra- a very effective. You, you watch it. You have to watch it. You got to see it. It's it's yeah, it's airtight. It's you just can't there's nothing you can knock on it. And and hands down when we talk uh when we wrap up the year in January before award season and we give what we did before our top 3 films of the year. There, there. I have little doubt in my mind that this makes it on the top, one of my top films for the entire year. Yeah, it'll it's be in my, good, it'll be in my top list for sure. So, so we both agree on best drama. Go so it. far. Yep. Okay. All so right. we'll, you go with one. Um, sci-fi movie. Okay. Or alternate, not comedy, not drama. Yeah. So we're gonna do best comedy. We'll get to that. So best other, other, uh, annihilation. Wild card pick. An- annihilation. Annihilation, okay. Uh, starring Natalie Portman and Oscar Isaac. It is one of those movies that you leave watching it and you're like... Stays with you. Like, I don't know whether to like cry, cut myself, <laughs> laugh, or drink myself stupid. Yeah. Or take like 35 Xanax and and, and just be okay with everything. Yeah. It, was, it was just a movie that made you think it was fantastic it's great it's great we did an episode on that as well if you go back and listen to that if you want to learn more about it uh, i agree so Psychologi- it's, it's, it, it would get an honorable mention for me it's not my pick but it'd be an yeah. honorable mention psychological thriller it has a lot of different layers and depth to it the performances um by natalie Portman are if, she's, and, she's great and oscar isaac are fantastic it's super well paced it's on that same realm of like arrival meets requiem for a dream meets like that time you ate a half a edible pie <laughs> in Savannah, Georgia and ended up in Alabama and yeah. had to call your mom. There's really there's late some great you didn't know where you were. That didn't happen. That totally happened. There's great visual elements to it. There's there's some there's a couple scenes that are just flat out horror, terrifying horror. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah, pure intensity great film if you're great into one. like a, a mind bender and want a film that's going to make you think and and stay with you for a little bit um go for it yep. it's fantastic yep all right so for me my my alternate uh my non-comedy or drama uh is sci-fi ish uh and i'm gonna go ready player one i really like this movie really love it and this is one of those ones where like I acknowledge that it's not the best movie of the year, but I personally fucking love it. Uh, it is Steven Spielberg directed and the guy, I mean, his name is synonymous with cinema itself. He knows how to put something together, especially a, a crowd pleaser like this. Uh, I love the source material, read the book twice. So there's like an immediate connection and, and, and affinity for it there. And I pre-ordered it. I saw it twice in theaters. I was hoping to get to it a third time. Couldn't pre-ordered it, came on iTunes, watched it like at midnight when it was available. <laughs> when it came on pre-order like love love I've already I think I've watched it twice on iTunes so far 4k of course 4k HDR I've paused it 
like part of the, the, the big thing about the movie is there's so many references and characters and avatars and, and nods to things. Yeah. And the movie, now that I have it at home video, I can pause it and I can like look at stuff. So in like the final action sequence, I've already spotted more characters every time I've seen it. Um, what was more awkward when you watch it at midnight because you get the pre-order or like the trip to Costco when you bought like 85 things of Jergens and about 100 <laughs> containers worth of Kleenex? Keep it together, will you? Just saying. Uh, no, I love this movie. I will be honest though, when I do the rewatches, the stuff that takes place in the real world, aka outside of the virtual reality world of the Oasis, the real world stuff, I usually skip. <laughs> do a lot of fast forwarding when I rewatch it. I'm really for watching the VR. I'm sorry. It's a it's a it's a best film for the year for you, but you have to fast forward through parts of it. I choose not to watch certain parts of it. When well, I do the rewatch. I think I just put a major hole in your fucking logic right there. No, because like 70% of the movie is in the Oasis and that's what I watch. Name another fucking movie that you would fast forward that was also in your top list. Even of all time. Are you fucking stupid? <laughs> no. That's like getting to Jurassic Park and being like, oh, this movie the Raptors are going to come into the kitchen. Can't watch that part. <laughs> no, why would you fast forward the Raptors in the kitchen? That's You're not what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm saying the stuff in the real world is not the Raptors in the kitchen stuff. The Oasis is the Raptors in the kitchen. Yeah, if we're using this analogy. You, Bill. Get no. down to reality. Fuck. There, if I am re-watching a movie where I already know and have seen a million times the connective tissue I don't necessarily need to watch that again for the rewatch. I'm going to watch the parts that I'm going to watch. Life is too short, AJ, for me to sit through some of these sequences. But I will tell you that the opening action sequence, the race sequence in Ready Player One is a work of fucking art. It is one of the best action sequences, period. You, when you, okay, be honest. Yep. Have you ever rewatched a movie? Yep. And fat, you've never, you're telling me (laughs) when you rewatch movies, you've never fast forwarded sections of it. No. Craig says, yeah. Like You've what? never skipped a scene? No, I would never. Yeah, he's with me. Why the fuck you would never you? skip a scene ever? No. Why would I do that? Because you've already seen it. You already know what it brings to the table. You already know its importance. You don't necessarily need to watch that connective tissue hey, type can scene. Can I ask you a question? Can I ask you a serious question? Yeah, What's please. your favorite band or artist? The Killers. Okay. So that's like you go into a Killers show <laughs> and write. I went to the Killers show this year yeah, you're at TD saying, Garden. Life changing event. And you just say, but play the next one. We want to hear Mr. Brightside. No. Jenny was a friend of mine. <laughs> play that one next. I don't want to hear this one. No. You wouldn't do that because you respect them and the, the work they do. Correct. Every time you fast forward Ready Player One, Steven Spielberg takes another day off his life. So if you really did love him, you <laughs> no, respected him. Not, they're not even close to being the same thing. There is. You're a fucking no, idiot. Not even close. All right. Fucking turn the page. Great. Comedy. What's your comedy? <laughs> no, it's your turn. Oh, yeah. Uh, my comedy, my favorite comedy for the year so far is a movie called Blockers. It was called Cock Blockers, <laughs> but now it's Rooster Emoji Blockers. <laughs> yeah, clever. Uh, Star Marketing. Uh, starring uh, your boy, John Cena. John Cena and Judd Apatow's wife, uh, Leslie Mann. Leslie Mann, yep. It's fucking great. If when someone <laughs> says, What's a movie about? I say, Take Super Bad and make a female version of it, make it better, and that's what it is. Wow. You're going to say right now that it's better than, than seminal classic genre-influencing Superbad? It was... It was... Yeah, I think it was... Okay, remember on Ocean's 8, we talked about don't make a female version if there's no... Don't Point do to it, it, do yeah. it. This is that case where it's like, if you're going to do it, 
throw it up, throw fucking throw the dick on the table and do it better. And they they came to play with this movie. Can I point out how much I love that when you're talking about making a female version of something, the analogy you still go to is laying <laughs> a penis on the table. Yeah. yeah. Well, they did. They dropped the hammer hard. Yeah, sure. And it's super smart, super well written. The female characters are like female characters and they're, they're not these fucking damsel in distresses. Sure. And it just really, they have really agency. Well. Yeah. yeah. And John Cena Holy shit. Put him in more comedy movies. Yeah, Cena's hilarious. He was always the funniest part of the Amy Pol- uh, Amy Poehler, Tina Fey movie also. And the thing with... And he was great in um, the one with uh, Amy I'm gonna, Schumer. I'm going to need more specificity. Amy Schumer. Trainwreck? She, he was the boyfriend in Trainwreck. And yeah. he was hilarious in that. Not an Amy Schumer fan, huh? No, I think she's a fucking hack. And she's a joke stealer. Well, who did she steal? I don't remember hearing oh, about everybody. her stealing. Oh, yeah. Look it up. It's like well-known. Oh, okay. Yeah. This is I because I like I she's usually piece, hear about these things like she's a Carlos a Mencia thing. Like I know about shit. that. Carlos Mencia. You ever heard what happened with Carlos Mencia? You can YouTube it. Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan gets Rogan, up yeah. on stage and is like calls him out on it. <laughs> yeah, he still he stole a classic Bill Cosby bit that I yeah. loved as a kid. You know what that bit was? What? <laughs> couldn't. No, nah, I can't. You do couldn't. It. You couldn't no. lay off that one. You had to take a swing. I had to. <laughs> Just, it was check. Yeah, check swing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, your comedy. What do you got? So, you know, I pulled together when we were talking about doing a mid-year, I pulled basically everything that I gave a yes to this year that I really liked. And I didn't really have any comedies come up as as standouts. Okay. So the, so That's I'm gonna okay. go with the I'm gonna go with the next closest. Okay. Which would be Ant Man and the Wasp. Because that is is honestly is basically a comedy. And it's really that good. It's that funny. It's a Paul Rudd comedy. They let him go full Paul Rudd the entire movie. And it was hilarious. I think I laughed more during it than anything else this year. So yeah, it's gonna that's gonna be my comedy pick is Ant Man the Wasp. What's your favorite Paul Rudd movie? Uh yeah, you know what it's funny? I don't really have like a a Paul Rudd pick. Mm. I mean, I've seen him in a bunch of stuff that I like, but as far as him as a leading man, I don't have a lot of 40 year old virgin. Yeah, but he wasn't the lead in that one. I love Forty Year Version, obviously. It's great. But hmm. no, I think this is uh Ant Man and Ant Man the Wasp. I mean, those are my picks here. Fantastic. Well, Bill, I appreciate you spending the time arguing about the way that you watch movies because you're a piece of shit. And if you cool. like what we talked about or want to drop a little comment or slide into our DMs. Or about, if you agree with me. Or agree with AJ, because a lot of listeners and they agree with me over Bill. Uh, give us a follow oh, me? on Instagram at Should I Go See It? And at Twitter. We don't have Twitter anymore. <laughs> we do. It's, it's not yeah, they won't give I us a... Hey, oh, listen, yeah, I tried. No, Can you we talk what? about this? Yeah, Let's l- take a second. If you're out there, you little fuck. <laughs> over you Twitter. Little, you little Twitter weasel. support. You go to hell. You go to hell and you die. Someone took our name. Should I go see it? Some fucking twat. They didn't. Well, to be fair, they didn't take our name. They had our name. They had our name, but, but we are now an entity. We have over yes. a thousand fucking followers on Instagram. Here's the point is at should I go see it on Twitter was created in Ot9, if you will. Ot9, they post, they they tweeted twice. They have like four followers and that's it. They've been dormant since 09. What were the two posts about? I don't know. Like how small his dick was? I don't care. So I requested through Twitter support. You were like, listen, motherfuckers. That, that this account's dormant. They're into, they are pretending to be me. Yep. I have a, t- yeah, a right to it. this name. Yep. Uh, and they denied me and said, find another name. Listen, if you appreciate us, you go on Twitter and you go on their support <laughs> and you just fucking just you, light them up. Yeah. Just say, yeah. Because hashtag. What, what I want for you, our dear listener, yeah. is to be able to, to sell you merchandise that says, at should I go see it? And I want that to apply to both the Instagram can't and the Twitter. And right now I can't do that. 
So if you want some sweet, sweet Sigzy merch, help us win the fight for this account. Yeah, hashtag. Uh, we need a good hashtag. <laughs> no, every marketing campaign does one. Oh, hashtag that really happened. <laughs> good night. He did a movie. I don't know. With, That's a good um, question. I feel um, like I need to pull up his filmography to be sure. Jason Siegel. P.S. I love you, man. Have you seen that?